We're talking about tight ones. We need one tonight. 36ers v the Brisbane. Oh, Tip yeah. off 7pm. It is tonight. Joining us, former 36ers star. He's now a Hall of Fame inductee. I was there that night. Scotty Ninnis, welcome. G'day, boys. How are we going? Now, young man. We need young a win tonight. Jeez, a good You're start. You're off to a good start already, <laughs> young, young, young man. That's, uh, that's awesome. No, we need to. Scotty, I love our 36s. I know you do. We need to win tonight, can we? Mate, there is nothing, uh, no truer word said, uh, you know, it's do or die tonight. Five games left. We, you know, we probably need to win, you know, at least four of them. Uh, yeah. Two of them are against Melbourne Uniting, who'll be one of the teams that we're Fighting for one of those spots for, but uh, this game against Brisbane Bullets is an absolute must-win. There's no, no other way of putting it. How have you seen those? Because they, they were struggling, the Bullets, uh, for the, a, a quite a large part of this season, but uh, we've had our troubles uh, shaking them off at times. We've had our troubles shaking off a lot of teams. Yeah, good point, good one point. Of those, one of those frustrating years that we, you know, every time we, uh, you know, take one step forward, we seem to take two back, and... Uh, Look, Brisbane played themselves into a bit of form in their last game against Phoenix and got, you know, got a much needed win for their confidence. So they'll go into that uh, tonight's game confident, as you should do on your home court. And you know, when you look at the names, uh, you know, Baines, Sobey, Kadee, you know, they've got a couple of great imports. It's uh, it's actually a little bit uh, difficult to see why they have struggled so much this year. But I, look, to be honest with you, I. I, I yeah, you know, I fully expect us to win. I think we will win tonight. Um, you know, we, we have to come out desperate and, uh, you know, show these other teams in the competition that, uh, that have already uh, written us off that, uh, you know, there's still a bit of life kicking in the 36s this year and, uh, it, it starts with a good win tonight. Well, just with the, uh, the balance of where the table's at, we're in eighth position, yet a couple of wins, you can jump right up into fourth. Yeah, and, and look, you probably, you know, they talk about what's the magic number. It's probably 15 wins. Yeah. Um, you've got Sydney and Cairns that are already there, and, and you know, Tassie um, and New Zealand haven't got the losses that the other yeah. teams have had. So you'd think that they're pretty close to being in as well. So, um, look, it's just, it's always a good situation when your fate's still in your own hands. You know, we, we go out and win these last five games and show that we're good enough to be in the finals. Uh, you know, then we'll scare some people when we get there. So it's only when you start talking about mathematical probabilities that you know mm. you're, you're probably screwed. But uh, it's it's still there for us. And uh, yeah, let's just hope that we start off tonight with a great win. Scotty, how are we here? What are we? Eleven and twelve. I look at our roster. Um, I look at the talent on the court. I love CJ. Um, can he give a rocket? Is he too nice? Is there too many rotations? What? Why are we here? Oh, look, it's, it's, it's easy to say it from the cheap sheets like, uh, yeah, like I sit in it. Uh, I, I think, uh, look, there's no question it's been a disappointing season. I think when you look at the calibre of player that we, you know, we put on the court this year from top to bottom and then to go over and, you know, beat a team like the Phoenix Suns, you know, albeit in the pre-season, clearly there were huge expectations and, uh, you know, obviously didn't work out with Craig Randall and, and, now they brought Ian Clark into the into the mix, who helped the Sydney Kings win a championship last year. It is a it is a little bit head scratching why we are eleven and twelve, and and you know everyone's got their theories on that. I I, I like what John really has done in Perth over the last couple of games. He's really shortened his rotations up and is only playing eight players, and uh, and you know whether that you know that's a style of game that's successful uh, it has been for them, but. Uh, 
look, CJ knows what he's doing. Um, you know, once again, we, we, we've got as much depth as any team in the competition, but, uh, you know, certainly we need, uh, if, it, if it's a rocket that it takes, whatever it takes, we need to uh, make sure we sort that out for tonight. Yeah, Scotty, we asked uh, CJ, I think it was on Tuesday night, just a couple of questions about the, the rotations and on DJ v Kai Soto. So I'll just give you those answers. Just have a listen and I'll get your comments. Sure. You need to have rotations and bodies of rely on seven guys to go get that done, especially how our guys move. I don't know if we're able to get through all that uh, and maintain that. I know everyone thinks that rotations are, are playing. There's no point having depth if you can't use it and utilise it and to be able to play a, a change of speed, a change of pace, be able to have more scorers on the floor at different times to, you know, to get back in the game. So that was the answer on rotations uh, against that theory you were just saying that the opposition have oh. taken. And, and completely understand. I think I think we've got more depth than the Perth Wildcats. I, I, I said I think we've got more depth than probably anyone in the competition. Mm. But uh, um, you, you know, it's just it's just trying to find that you know magic formula. I think uh, you, know, you know when Kai Soto um, started, um, that was because of opportunity with, with DJ missing a game. And, and you know, I, I, I love that. I think that's that's actually worked well in our favour, having uh, you know having his presence on the court at the start of games. Um, you know, DJ has seemed to have dropped out of the, you know, major minutes over the last couple of weeks. Um, and, uh, you know, there's, there's, you know, I guess a lot of that is defensive based. But uh, uh, once again, I, I think we need his scoring, you know, if we're going to be a, you know, a real threat at all this year. So, no, look, I, I completely understand where CJ is coming from. You know, we do have depth. And, you know, we've got guys who aren't even suited up like Nick Marshall, who, you know, was starting games all around the season. So it's uh, it's a luxury to have, uh, but it's also got to translate to uh, you know to wins on the court. Yeah, um, the DJ one's interesting. You're right. I think he had COVID. That's why I missed the the game. And Kai Soto came in, and, and as you're right, has done a great job. But uh, I think CJ actually agreed with your your description. We'll just have a listen now. I think DJ, you know, three years ago would have been a he was a solid four man, and right now you see him playing the five and at the five spot with Kai Soto. Clearly, I, I throw Robo down there now as well to play the five, so I can be faster and have have that three point threat at the five spot. So Kai starts there, and where DJ was coming in and backing up Kai, clearly I've been now putting Robo into that spot so we can keep the speed and the, and the pace in the game. So, Scotty, does that say to you the uh, the pecking orders changed? Look, I think the intention, you know, in a, in a perfect world, you know, was probably to bring DJ off the bench this year, you know, and, you know, that can, you know, breathe some life into, you know, a couple of extra years for him as, you know, as he, as, as he gets a bit older. But uh, I think the other thing is, too, in, in Franks and and DJ, you know, they both started uh, together at the start of the year. You've got two, you know, two high-volume scoring, high scoring uh, guys who can shoot the three, but... You know, probably aren't either, and probably aren't uh, eligible for defensive player of the year this year. I wouldn't have thought, but uh, so you've got two guys who, you know, just with that extra size and, and you know being able to block shots and being intimidated, he gives us something that you know neither of those other two guys give. So uh, look, I, I once again completely understand uh, you know where CJ is coming from for that, and and. Once again, DJ just needs to be ready, and uh, if this mm. opportunity comes up, uh, I know he'll be ready. He's a veteran player, he's one of the, you know, one of the greats of the club. Um, so, you know, he'll make the most of his opportunities. Seven-time MVP he was last season, Scotty. All the best, mate. Thanks for your time. We love our 36s. Big night. Let's get them up.
Absolutely, boys. Thanks for having me. Well done, Scotty Ninnis, our guest.